This is Star Wars Action News, hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Hello and welcome to Star Wars Action News Holiday Gift Guide. This is Marjorie. And this is Arnie. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. I think we all have a lot to be thankful for this year. Yeah, absolutely. Be thankful for being able to get out of the house. Be thankful that we are coming to you with our 17th annual holiday gift guide show. Oh, no, I think it's a little bit longer. Is it 17? 17, 2005 to 2021. Yeah. So thank you for joining us for this. Now, normally this is our Black Friday sale and holiday gift guide, but it seems like most of the Black Friday sales have been going on for a while now. Yeah, actually, Black Friday seems to have started in early November, which is kind of smart maybe to reduce the crowds. They're going to be there tomorrow and hopefully hope some retailers recover. However, I think everybody's been just sitting at home buying things, so that's kind of an incentive, I guess. I miss the days, though, when like we'd be reporting and Target would have the ATST sets that were only available on Black Friday, and there would be the Hoth ATST set and the Endor ATST set with different deco and different packing figures, and we'd have to be at Target right at opening, one of us driving, one of us running in, and we wouldn't get it, and then we'd have to drive to other cities to get it. That was exciting. Even the silly Star Wars Transformer Darth Vader Death Star that was at Walmart that came with the exclusive titanium ships in gold. Mm -hmm. Those kinds of exclusives on Black Friday, those were what I had a lot of fun reporting on. Yes, sales are good, and... There are a few out there, like Hasbro Toy Shop has 15% off merchandise that won't move, but I really miss the days of there being great Black Friday exclusives. Well, and a lot of time those would drop without anybody really knowing that they're going to drop. It's just somebody went into Target early in the morning and it was there. They were kind of secret before people could like search UPCs and things, you know, or before the internet was like super like everything. I think the last one happened in like 2012, 2013, when Walmart had those eight figure packs of hard to find Clone Wars figures glued into that big box and nobody knew that was coming until people started posting photos online because some had been put out on Wednesday. Yeah, that, that value pack. And that was a three and three quarter inch figures. Yeah, so we don't have any of that to report on, but we do have a holiday gift guide that... If you're buying for a Star Wars collector, if you're doing a Star Wars collecting white elephant gift exchange, or if you're listening to this in the car and you can turn to your significant other and be like, yes, buy me that. This is what that show is for. Well, this is always dangerous because I do a lot of shopping when I'm looking up gifts and I know you do a lot of shopping. You're like, oh, I've not seen this before. Let's buy this. Yeah, I have a feeling that when we're done recording, I'm going to be doing my own Black Friday shopping online for a few hundred dollars worth of items that I don't have yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our rules, just to remind everybody, for the holiday gift guide, we avoid anything that's a pre-order. Not that Marjorie and I haven't both given each other a sales receipt on Christmas Day and been like, mm -hmm. this is coming someday. <laughs> Yeah, that's always anticlimactic, though, because usually what I would do is I'd take a piece of cardstock and print out like the picture of the item and 
put like an ETA on it and put it in like a box for you. But it's okay. I just sometimes that feels a little bit like, oh, okay. But then again, you do have Christmas later in the year when it arrives. So yeah, it just it, it feels less gifty when it finally arrives. You're excited at that moment to have the pre-order in, but we kind of just stay away from that because if you want to pre-order something, there's plenty out there to do. And we know that if you're buying for a Star Wars collector, it's sometimes really hard to know what they do and don't have. And so we've completely avoided Hasbro figures on this list because if they're a Black Series collector or a Vintage Collection Series collector, how are you going to know exactly which figures they have? So kind of sticking away from that and looking at some of the other types of things that people can buy that aren't probably in their collection yet. Right. And let's start off with Figure Shield, which, as you guys know, Justin, he's the owner. And these are great to give as a gift because you're going to help your collector keep your items safe and leave them undamaged. And these are super handy to have around so your figures don't get bent, especially when we have like a wonky card shapes and sizes. Like I think the six inch where they did the retro cards with the pegs, those are just dangerous because it's such a big piece of cardboard, this is going to keep it safe and from getting dinged up in your collection. Yeah, you may not know what figures they have in their Black Series or Vintage Collection line, but if they are a mint-on-card collector, and let's face it, several of these figures are intended to be kept on card. That's why they're doing retro figures in the Black Series line. I mean, look at Jar Jar. That figure came out in the regular box, and then it came out on a card back. The card back isn't intended to be opened, and if you're going to try to collect carded or in box, if you have some of those rare figures, like the white box figures, those weren't necessarily intended to be open. There's plentiful of the normal boxes out there. And I'll tell you a story that happened to me this year is at a toy show, I finally found the white box first edition Mando figure. And I had missed out on that one. Most people missed out on that one. It was way expensive on eBay. Found a decent price on it. I mean, still <laughs> several times retail, but a decent price at a toy show. And now I had this expensive rare figure and I'm like, I need to protect it. And coincidentally, there was a dealer at the toy show only selling figure shield. He just kept buying figure shields in bulk and then would go to toy stores and sell them for more than Justin sells them for online. But hey, any port in a storm, right? <laughs> So I would go and I bought one immediately from this guy to put that white box Mando in to make sure that it stayed as minty fresh as it could. And because Justin's a friend of the show, he is giving our listeners a 15% off discount if you use code SWAN, S-W-A-N, for Star Wars Action News. And yeah, I definitely think if you go into somebody's house and you see a lot of boxed figures and carded figures, these are the ones to get. And if you're looking at our screen, you can see which ones are for the vintage collection, which ones are for the modern retro figures. And new for this year, they can do e-gift cards. So if you're not sure what to get, buy them a gift card and then they can figure out what they need or reach out to Figure Shield if they need additional help. Now, just because we don't recommend necessarily buying Hasbro figures for a collector doesn't mean you can't buy them some figures. And there's some really cool high-end lines of figures out there, one of which is from Metacom, the Mafex figures. 
These are available at Big Bad Toy Store, and these are highly articulated, highly detailed. They aren't in scale with the Black Series. The Black Series figures are a bit bigger than these, so you can't really mix them in very well, or you're going to have a figure that's a little short for a Stormtrooper. But these have such articulation on them, and they really are high-end collectibles that... I love Black Series figures, but these put Black Series to shame. Yeah, they are really nice, and they have a nice look to them, so they're they're kind of like a, an action figure on steroids in appearance and posability. Likewise, there's the SH Figure Arts line of figures, and I can't decide which I like better, the Mafex or the SH Figure Arts, and I think it comes down to the character. Sometimes the Mafex has a rendition that I think just looks better, and sometimes the SH Figure Arts have one that looks better. The one thing I'll say is right now SH Figure Arts seems to have a bit more of the original trilogy figures available, whereas Mafex seems to be focused a bit more on the Disney era of films. And these figures all run the gamut of prices depending on which ones you want. You can get them as low as $60, as high as $140. My place to go for them is Big Bad Toy Store. And we don't have sponsors. Nothing here you're listening to is an ad. We, I just shop at Big Bad Toy Store. I like their $4 shipping. Oh my gosh, they're... What's it? Pile of loot? Pile of loot. Yeah, that is amazing because you can buy stuff and like they'll hang on to it until you max out your storage there or you say ship it and they'll ship it all to you for $4. Yeah, I mean, they're a couple dollars higher per item, but by the time you take that shipping into account, I find them to be the cheapest store and they have the best selection of in-stock SH Figures and Mafex figures that I've found. They do. They have a great selection. And it's great if you want to do, like, somebody has a a focus character, and this would be a great thing to get a focus character because it's a little more expensive. It's got some unique features with its articulation, and it, it would be a nice addition to somebody's collection, much like a hot toy. Yes, my very first Hot Toys figure was a gift from my wife. That's me. And I was like a six-year-old on Christmas morning. You can't believe how I just took out that toy and played with it and got it all set up and tried all the different accessories and everything. And Sideshow has quite a few Star Wars Hot Toys in stock, and a couple that really drew my eye. First of all, of course, the Mandalorian and the Child set, $315, but right now, as far as new media goes, it does seem the Mandalorian is the most universally popular Star Wars item going on. And then a set that I thought was really nice is the Scout Trooper and Speeder Bike. And this is more of a Hoth Speeder Bike. It's not the classic Endor Speeder Bike. It's an all-white Speeder Bike because they did the Endor one a few years back. But this is a gorgeous set that somebody may not buy for themselves because it's a higher-end item. This is a big gift. This is, if Marjorie and I were buying this for each other, this would be the one big gift for the year at $455. But you can find Hot Toys, you know, as low as close to $200 and on up. Yep, there's something for everybody's price range. Another great gift are the Diamond Select figures. I think that they do a great job on figures. You can get them at the Disney store for $34.99. And again, it's not something that your typical action figure may have on hand if they're all in on Hasbro stuff or they do a focus collection. This would be great if you're not sure. Again, do a gift card or something. 
Yeah, these are seven inch figures. Diamond has been doing their select line of figures for as long as I know of. Like, I can't tell you when they started. It was a long, long time ago. And they've done so many lines of figures. Of course, their Marvel line goes very deep, but they have Ghostbusters, they have Muppets, they have a lot of different movie licenses. And finally, they've started doing Star Wars figures. And I know there's been a licensing issue with doing Star Wars figures because Hasbro has that license. But because these are only at the Disney store, I kind of think Disney has a loophole there because they did do those metal figures for a while and those eventually stopped selling and all went on clearance. They've got the toy box figures that are Disney exclusives. Now they've got these Diamond Select figures, which are my favorite of all their exclusives lines of figures. They started with a Darth Maul. Now they've got a Stormtrooper. The great thing about buying a Stormtrooper is even if the person you're buying for has a Stormtrooper, you can't have too many of them. And again, these are lower end figures compared to the SH Figuarts and compared to the Mafex and Hot Toys especially. But for $35, you're getting really poseable, detailed figures, and I love some of the accessories they come with, the way Darth Maul comes with, like, the slashing saber and the stormtrooper. All right, his little blast effect ain't the greatest, but (laughs) they're still very cool, detailed figures, and I'm in on this line. Now, if you want to stay in the diamond line, they also make gallery statues that are exclusive to the Disney store. They only have two out right now. They have Boba Fett and Darth Vader, both of which would make a great gift for any Star Wars fan since these are relatively new. They are about $49.99, but they do have good detail. They're a nice size. They look good on a shelf or somebody's got like a desk. Really good gift, I think. Here's the thing about diamond gallery statues. Yes, they're PVC plastic. And... Yes, compared to a really high-end statue, they're not going to have that level of detail, but they're exquisitely posed, they do have good detail, and the Diamond Gallery line is the first line I've ever seen that makes statue collecting available to everyone. At a $50 price point, you're no longer locked out of being able to have some nice Star Wars statues that accent your collection, whatever your collection may be. And one thing that I'm practicing on, but I'm not great at, is taking action figures and putting them in really cool dynamic poses, like some of the photographers you see on YouTube and on Facebook and Instagram. And the statues, if you're like me and have some trouble getting some great poses, what I love about statues is they already come in great poses. And the Vader is readily available, and Disney Store right now is having a sale store-wide, so you'd be able to get him for less than 50 The Boba Fett's kind of interesting because they put him up for pre-order, then pulled him down and sent an email to the people who pre-ordered and said, Boba Fett differs significantly from the photos that were solicited, so a new Boba Fett's going to be going up at some point. They have the Boba Fett sculpt, it's just not currently available. Now, if you want to go a little higher end with your statues, though, what you're looking at right here is my favorite item on this entire list. The I Obviously, if I picked items for this list and Marjorie picked other items and then Brock and Andrew and some other Star Wars Action News team members picked items, but when I saw this, somehow, and I blame the fact that there's been no conventions and I haven't been able to see Dan and see the Kodo booth and see their presentations of new items, this 
Tusken Raider in the Kotobukiya Artifacts Artist Series line is so gorgeous. It stands almost 14 inches tall. He's got a giant rifle. The wash on him, the way the cloak flows, the gaffy sticks coming out of the ground, the rock base. I instantly fell in love with this figure. And when I say I'm going to be doing a little shopping after this show, this is number one on my list to add to my collection. It's a little pricey. It's $200. But man, I've never seen a better Tusken Raider statue. Yeah, this is lives up to the scariness of them as I had as a child because this looks very menacing and threatening. I was terrified of sand people when I was a young child. Yeah, I just, you know, Kotobukiya, again, they've got, these are vinyl statues, not polystone. So some people, when they get a high-end collectibles, $200, they lift it. And you want heft as part of it. It makes something feel more valuable. And the Kotobukiya statues rarely have that heft. But what they do have is amazing paint applications and amazing sculpting. And I love it because Kotobukiya works with their Japanese artists to create concepts like this that you're rarely going to see other statue makers do. And another one in their artist series that I thought was very good was the Ray Descendant of Light figure. And what you have here is, remember... Back many years ago, Kotobukiya has their Bishoujo line, and they started making a couple of Star Wars figures. They made Jaina Solo. They made Mara Jade. And when Disney bought them, the Bishoujo figures went away. But now I think they've kind of found a middle ground here where they can bring that pretty girl, that's what Bishoujo means in English as pretty girl, style to Star Wars characters in a way that still represents toughness and badassery. And this one's only seven inches tall, $170. Now moving on to Sideshow, a lot of people are really into their Mythos statues, and there's a Mythos Obi-Wan from the Clone Wars that... If you have an Obi-Wan fan or Mythos fan or just Clone Wars fan, this would be a hot gift for them. It's a more expensive statue. It's $590, but it's almost 20 inches tall. So you're going to get like something sizable and impressive for that. It is limited to 3,500 pieces. So it's something that would really hold value for whoever your gift recipient is. This one was one of my favorite in their Mythos line. They've got Asajj Ventress in stock as well. But I've always loved Obi-Wan with this clone armor. And with his cape flowing, he's almost as wide as he is tall. And he's standing on that super battle droid that he just cut in half. I really like this. The exclusive edition comes with a swap out head. So you can have him wearing the clone helmet. I don't know why you would, though, because then it loses a lot of the Obi-Wan-ness. So I'd go with just the classic bearded portrait there. And another sideshow statue that has been very popular and still is in stock is the sideshow Grogu life-sized figure. And at life-sized, it's 16 and a half inches And this thing is so adorable with his big black eyes and he's holding the little knob and he's got soft goods for his outfit. And there was a big debate at the time because Sideshow came out with this and this is a statue. You can move his head side to side, but that's it. And then 
almost right after, Hot Toys came out with their life-size The Child, and that was fully posable, but by the time Hot Toys shipped, Grogu had this mold line that went over his head where you could clearly see the seam of assembly, and people had parts falling off of him, and the posability wasn't working, and so Sideshow wins. If you want a life-size Grogu, this Sideshow at $375 actually beat the Hot Toys version. It is super cute, too. He's got that cute little expression on his face. It's both grumpy and cute. He's kind of like a bulldog in that way. Yeah, the bulldog does look like him. Now, continuing with Sideshow, they have a life-size Boba Fett bust. Now, this is the traditional bust, you know, torso up, but they don't have any arms. I don't know if you remember General Giant did the no arms mini bust a long time ago. But now we have life-size busts with no arms. Kind of like I guess you'd see on a piano of Mozart or somebody (laughs) like that. He is slightly articulated. He has an articulated neck and an articulated rangefinder. His chest does light up and he does have his jetpack too that lights up. He has synthetic Wookiee hair. So no Wookiees were harmed to make this statue. (laughs) He's huge. He's 30 inches tall, which is pretty sizable, I think, for a bust or a statue. And it is... $1,305, which is a completely random amount. (laughs) $1,305. I've seen this in person. This isn't very limited. It's been available for a while. But when we go to San Diego Comic-Con, they always have that row of life-size busts there. They've got a Vader every year. And this Boba Fett has always been the one that impressed me most. Because we've had this talk, and I've talked with other collectors, sometimes light-up features are a big gimmick. Like, it looks good, but how often are you going in there and plugging it in and turning it on? But with this Boba Fett, the fact that the light on his chest piece moves back and forth, the fact that you can have his rangefinder in the up or down position, makes this, hands down, my favorite of Sideshow's life-size busts. Yeah, it's impressive. If you want something else that's life-sized, but much more wallet-friendly, FX Collectibles has their Stormtrooper helmet prop replica available to ship. It's right now on Sideshow's site because Sideshow has become as much of a distributor for other companies as they become a manufacturer. And this is a prop replica. They digitally scanned an actual helmet used in the filming of the movies and used that scan to make this helmet. Now, it's $280. It's one of the lower-end FX Collectibles helmets. It doesn't have all the detail of a prop replica. It's a little bit more like you'd want the prop to be without the imperfections of how the prop is, but it's still a very detailed accurate prop replica at a very affordable price and just being a helmet it takes a lot less shelf space than say the boba fett bust yeah their replica helmets are amazing actually everything fx makes is amazing if they ship it it's great yeah (laughs) well you know they i will say that they do take a lot of care to make sure every tiny minuscule detail is right Now, if you want something that's not a statue, you can buy a light-up Star Wars light. Just says Star Wars. Might be kind of cool the back of a desk or maybe in your home theater. That would make a great fun gift. 
The thing I like about this is, especially if you collect other lines, this is a way to kind of set off your Star Wars shelf. Like, if you have a bunch of shelving units, you can have this atop the shelving unit, and it's battery-powered, or you can plug it into a wall. It's USB-powered. You could even run it off of a USB battery charger, one of the portable ones, and it lights up. You can hang it on a wall, and... It, I picked this up myself. It was on sale half off at Zavi, and I just thought it would be a nice way to have the classic Star Wars logo on display around my Star Wars stuff. I mean, it's not like somebody coming in isn't going to know I'm a Star Wars collector, but the light-up feature makes this just kind of set off my figures. Yeah, it's a really cool gift. And now... Coming from Andrew, one of our video editors, he is a major Lego collector, and he cannot be more excited, and I'll admit, I'm tempted by the Ultimate Collector Series AT-AT that was just announced. It goes up for order very soon, starts shipping very soon. This, their Ultimate Collector Series, has always so much detail and cool little features and Easter eggs and motion to them. It's 6,785 pieces. Some of them you've got to screw in. It's not just your standard Lego set, but you get like the neck mobility. Like I remember the vintage AT-AT having and I played with as a kid. You get a ton of minifigures. It comes in a really gorgeous box. It is $800. The price of Legos have gone up, but... It is a really nice set. That gives me a lot of anxiety with the number of pieces. I mean, I'd be t- it'd be like a puzzle where you're convinced that you didn't get all the pieces like when you're halfway through. Well, they baggy them, which is nice and I know. Yeah. Give you detailed instructions on how to build. It's a really expensive piece, but sometimes people won't buy this for themselves. And if you know that the person in your life likes these Lego sets, this ATAT or AT-AT as I call it comes with nine minifigures. It has Luke with his lightsaber ready to cut the belly of the beast open, General Veers, two AT-AT drivers, five snow troopers. And, of course, all the Ultimate Collector Series ones come with that little plaque that gives the details of the ship. Just, mmm. This is now my favorite one. I loved their Millennium Falcon. This beats it hands down in my mind. (laughs) If you want to give another Lego gift, they have Vader's Meditation Chamber, which is kind of a cool little Lego piece. It doesn't look as involved as the Adet, and perhaps you could actually build it on Christmas Day instead of, you know, a year-long project. I love that they have Admiral Ozzel and Captain Piet there on the screen, and it's that scene right before Ozzel dies, and you are in command now, Admiral Piet. (laughs) You know, it's just a second before that guy dies, and there he is in Lego form. It's so morbid. And this is a highly glossy set, and it, you know, just comes with the Vader minifigure. Just kind of a fun little set. You know what? This is the kind of Lego set I would regularly pick up. $70, 663 pieces. For me, for some reason, this just goes right along with when I bought the Anakin to Vader surgery set they made a few years back. And then one thing I have a lot of fun with 
is the Lego Advent Calendars. They've been making these for several years, and I bought them, but I hadn't been opening them. I'd buy them and put them in storage. I often bought them after Christmas on sales. But last year, I bought one of the sets because it had the cute little Christmas porgs, and I decided I'd put this together. And I can't believe how much fun I had every day for 24 days building a small Lego set. It could be a minifigure that goes together really easily, or it could be something like this year they've got a gun rack that looks like it'll be a little bit trickier to build. Right, and this is something you want to give before Christmas, I think. Start of December would make it ideal. And you did have a lot of fun with this, Arnie. This is like your jam now, Advent calendars. Last year, I think we had like three or four. It doesn't matter what it is, you just want to do them. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and the Lego sets especially, because you don't just open it. You know what I don't do is the classic chocolate advent calendar, because you open it, you eat a piece of chocolate. What fun is that? This, you open it, and then spend 5 to 15 minutes building a Lego set? That really gave me a little bit of joy every evening. And shouldn't you have joy every evening? I think so. (laughs) And yeah, this is... MSRP of $55, but Walgreens had it as low as $35 recently, so keep an eye out for some sales on. And speaking of sales, there's a lot of video games that have had reduced prices recently. If you recall, then that's a big Black Friday thing is the video games that have been out for a year or two go down in price for, for Black Friday. Yeah, it's a great time to pick some up, and I have been holding off on the Vader Immortal PlayStation game. It's PlayStation 4, which means it works on the PS5 if you're lucky enough to have one. You need the little VR set adapter that they'll send you for free. But yeah, uh, I really loved the PlayStation 4 virtual reality games, and they've reduced the price on this one now down to $19.99. And that's a really good price when they do that. Yeah, the VR games are always a little less expensive. I don't understand it, but I'll $20, I'm picking this one up. And also, some classic games are coming to modern systems. Star Wars Racer. I cannot tell you how many hundreds of hours I've spent playing that on my PC. Republic Commando. I played that. It was an Xbox exclusive. The very first Xbox, which I'm tempted to call Xbox One, but that was the third Xbox. So the very first Xbox that came out. Republic Commando was such a great first-person squad shooter game. These are now available for the first time for Sony on the PS4, PS5, and you can get both games for $29.99. It's some fun. I feel really old calling it retro gaming, and yet (laughs) Republic Commando came out, I think, in like 2004, 2005, and Racer came out in 1999. It's now 22 years old, but... What a great way to be able to revisit these games and not have to hook up a PlayStation 1 or try to force compatibility of a Windows 95 game with Windows 11. (laughs) Similarly, they also have taken some of my favorite Star Wars games of all time, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast and Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, also $29.99 for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. If you haven't played these games, they've got fun gameplay, and as good of a story as it is a game. And so, again, to be able to play these classic games at a reasonable price on a new system, always fun. You know, I'm a big fan of limited run games. I'd have some limited run games on this list if they didn't sell out so dang quickly. And 
what I love about limited run games is they are bringing those classic games to modern systems. And now Aspire and Lucasfilm Games and THQ Nordic are doing it in a cost-friendly way as compared to limited run games, which is very wallet unfriendly, but yet still cool. (laughs) And some other games have reduced prices as well. The VR games, Star Wars Squadrons, Battlefront 2, and... The recent Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, you can find all of these at Best Buy or Amazon or GameStop, $14.99 to $19.99. Now, if you want to get a game for your Nintendo Switch and do some handheld gaming, you can get Star Wars Pinball, which is normally $29.99, but it is $19.99 on sale. I'm torn on pinball on phones or on tablets or on a game system because it's not the same at all like you can't like jerk it to do the tilt or anything and while it has the sounds it's just still not the same but they can be kind of fun i have these pinball this is from zen and it's the same game as available on mobile but on mobile you know they're doing microtransactions they're selling you more and more boards and pinball sets and here you've got a set number of them But it's so much better to play on the Switch. Brock loves this. He's become addicted to this. And I've started playing it myself because the Switch has triggers. So it's more tactile and it feels more like a pinball machine. Whereas when I'm playing on my phone, I'm just like tapping on the left side or tapping on the right side to try to move the flippers. And the timing is harder to do and it just doesn't feel as pinball-y. I've gotten really bored of playing it on the phone, and then when it came out for the Switch, it would breathe new life into it. Of course, if you want to get an actual physical pinball machine, Arcade 1-Up does have Star Wars pinball, and that is a digital pinball machine, so you're not going to get all the dings and bells and everything, but it does have digital boards. Now, these are a little smaller than traditional arcades, and they are decent size, I think, for kids and adults, unless you know, you happen to be like a super, super, super tall, like Shaq O'Neal. Yeah, it's 75% the size of a regular pinball machine. And it's the exact same games. This is Zen Pinball, again, with multiple boards, again. But being an actual, you know, arcade collector from way back in the aughts, if you're a longtime listener, you know my story of the Pod Racer arcade game that I tried to buy. I've known arcade companies and one of the hardest things to maintain is a physical pinball machine because there's so many moving parts to them and you've constantly got to repair them replace them you've got to make sure the pinball machine is completely level so the ball rolls right I want a real pinball machine in my life but they're expensive and yes the more you play it the more you're just going to pour money into it to keep it running and if you don't have somebody plunking quarters into it that means you're paying you're not actually earning revenue and a portion of it is going to upkeep and so i understand why arcade one up went digital i think i put this on our list last year and i was really like "Eh, it's not real pinball you might want to see and that's because i'd only seen it on display at toy fair but now i've gone to a furniture store that actually had this out where you could play it and try it before you buy it, and now I'm like, okay, this is a lot more fun than I thought it would be. It is $749.99, 
but I got a feeling. I'm just, this is my holiday sale item that I am watching the most. It's already been marked down to about 640 on Target several weeks back. I'm like, I'm waiting. I think it'll go even lower than 640. So this is the item that I'm really looking forward to. And if it doesn't go lower than 640, I'm snagging this on December 26th before they sell out. Because Arcade 1-Up, they don't make things forever. They make um, for a season, and then they go away, and I don't want to miss my shot on this one. Now, if you want something even smaller, there are some really cool game controller stands out there. I think I got you some last year, Arnie, and they can hold like an Xbox controller, PS5 controller, whatever, as well as cell phones. They've got your characters, and they've kind of positioned them so that their hands hold it, or somehow they hold the game controller. They're kind of fun and kind of different, and they make cute little statues without the controller when you're playing your games, but they're relatively inexpensive. Yeah, I think they're around 25 to 35 depending on the one you get. Yeah, you got me a couple of these, and the thing is, I have my PlayStation in our living room, and It looks junky to just throw a couple of controllers somewhere, and I hate throwing them in the drawers. And this is a way to kind of make the display look a little nicer while you have your controller out. It does come with a charging cord for a controller as well. If I had one wish, that cord would be integrated into the statue and, like, come out the front of the base or something so you don't have to have a cord just kind of draped around the statue. But they're still cool even with that one little drawback. And again, these are readily available at GameStop and online, and something somebody may not buy for themselves, and even if, again, they have one for their game controllers, they can throw it on their desk and now have some place to set their cell phone. Now, one thing that my family doesn't do well is holidays. (laughs) Getting together with my sisters and my nieces and my nephews and my mother, you know... There's no place like home for the holidays, and sometimes that's not a great thing. So, one thing we found in our family that actually makes Christmas much more harmonious is if, after the gifts are done and we're still in each other's presence, if we have an activity. And sometimes that activity for us has been a board game. And I suggest ones that people know the rules to, and something that our team really has been drawn to is the Saga Edition of Star Wars Monopoly. It covers all nine movies. You've got those little metal figurines that Monopoly is known for, and it's just got a Star Wars theme to a classic board game. Now, something you can put as a stocking stuffer with the intention of maybe playing it during Christmas Eve or Christmas Day are playing cards. Now, there's some really cool designs out there. They have the classic comic covers and playing cards. Oh, I love the classic Marvel comic art, and so this one spoke to me. Yeah, but I think it doesn't make a good playing card because the denomination is kind of lost. The suit and the everything is kind of lost in the art. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't want to play any high-stakes games with these. I'd buy these as a collectible, but there are some decks here that I would certainly play cards with. Right, and they've done some really great things with the traditional playing card art, you know, where you have your kings and queens and jesters, and they've taken it for The Mandalorian and for Star Wars and and taken the Star Wars characters And made them the kings, queens, and jesters using that same style. So you've got your Darth Vader is the king in that traditional card style. And I think it's really cool. I think this would be fun to play with because they're unique and fun. They'd also make good collectibles. I guess maybe frame them 
to have the art maybe. You could probably make a really cool shadow box or something with it. But I think they've really gone creative and I'm not a big fan of playing cards and these are definitely the best playing cards I've ever seen. Yeah, and they're only $9.99 a deck. This is the kind of thing where I'll buy one deck to play with and one deck just to keep because the card art is so gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's great. Now, if you want to do another fun family activity, everyone did jigsaw puzzles and baked bread during lockdowns, but they're still fun to do. We have a big puzzle we're waiting to do here pretty soon. Brock is an avid puzzler. I guess, is that what you call them, the puzzlers? Or I don't know what you'd call a person who does puzzles. But he suggested some, and he was actually ahead of the trend, and he was doing puzzles before COVID. But here's some newer ones that he suggested putting on Christmas list. There's a Celebrating the Skywalker Saga, which is a thousand pieces, and it has the artwork from 2019 Celebration in Chicago. This gorgeous art that, yeah, I I was loving seeing that all around Chicago. And then, yeah, now you can bring it home as a puzzle. So the other thing you can do from Celebration 2 is they have a limited edition A New Hope puzzle, which is 500 pieces, which is also some of the artwork from Celebration. And then there's the Scum and Villainy one with a bunch of bounty hunters, Zam Wessel, Ara Singh, Boba Fett... Everybody from the lineup of the bounty hunters from Empire and Django Fett in the background. And that's a thousand pieces and new this year. And Brock isn't just a puzzler, he's a reader. And he has been keeping up with all of the Star Wars novels. And what he highly recommends to give as a gift is Timothy Zahn's Thrawn trilogy, the third of which just came out in November, so it's likely that the person you're buying for may not have had a chance to pick it up yet, but that's Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy, Chaos Rising, Greater Good, Lesser Evil. I have not read these yet myself. I've heard nothing but good about these books. So there's three novels to pick from, or a different kind of book. There's the Star Wars Book of Lists, By our friend Cole Horton, Marjorie. Yeah, and I assume this is a book of lists of things Star Wars. Yeah, they say it's a galaxy's worth of trivia in a hundred lists, and they're not lists of a hundred items. If you open it up, it's like Chewbacca's greatest rage fits, and there's little paragraph blurb of each time Chewbacca kind of roared in anger, like when the Porgs were annoying him on the cockpit of the Falcon, or when he was trying to fix the Falcon in Empire, those sorts of things. It's just kind of fun, a lot of pictures, not too big on text, and yeah, a way to kind of brush up for some trivia, something I need badly. Yes, well, you just don't do good trivia in general, it's not your thing. There's also an exclusive limited edition of the Star Wars Ultimate Pop-Up Galaxy by Matthew Reinhardt, who we've had on the show numerous times. And his pop-up books are amazing. I mean, and he he hand cuts them to make the models for them. And it's just, he's so creative. And these are so much fun for kids and adults. But they have an exclusive at Sideshow. It's $250. And it includes a pop-up poster that's signed by him, too. It doesn't do these justice to call them pop-up books, because when I think of pop-up books, I think of what I had as a kid. I had a 
Star Wars one where I'd pull a tab and R2-D2 would be dragged across the desert. These are three-dimensional works of art that come to life when you open the page. You know, very few have the little gimmicks. Some have, you know, opened this little window and things, but this is an absolute gorgeous book. And the book itself is available for around $50 on Amazon, but this exclusive edition that you can only get from Sideshow, signed by Matthew Reinhardt, is the one I think makes the gorgeous gift. It comes in the limited edition slipcase. Just a gorgeous, gorgeous book. And another different type of book, Marjorie mentioned, I'm a little bit of an advent calendar addict. I didn't even know what advent calendars were as a kid. This wasn't something we had growing up. There is an official Star Wars Galactic advent calendar where each day you get something totally different. You could get some stickers, you could get some trading cards, you could get some cardboard ornaments to put on the tree, and this is available at Amazon, and just kind of a fun thing beyond the Legos that you could, again, open up once a day for all of December through Christmas. Yeah, you love these, and I'm so glad that you have fun with them. I like snow globes, so... One of the things I tend to notice more in stores are the snow globes. I think they're fun. I buy them. But this child one that's at Target is so cute. It's only $16.99 and it's got little sparkly snowflakes in there. It's really neat. Yeah, this is actually getting hard to find. It is selling out all over the place. You can get it at Target.com through Twink, but just $17. It's not huge, but man, is it cute. It is super cute. Now, there are the perennial Christmas gifts, right? The ones you get, you know, how your mom used to buy you underwear and now you're grown up. And so you get these gifts every year. I remember being a kid and being like, what are you going to get dad for Christmas? I don't know. I don't know what he wants. Let me just buy him a tie. But there are some really cool Star Wars ties. And there's a nice selection at Shop Disney. They're about 60 bucks a piece. And... They're not crap ties. These are actual silk ties, and some are more obvious than others. I think that Stormtrooper tie with just the minor, small, embossed Stormtroopers on it is a gorgeous tie. The Vader with the lightsabers, a little bit more obvious, but still, unless somebody's really up on you and looking at your tie, they may just think it's red stripes. Yeah, and if they're that close, then you've got other things to worry about. But I think these are fun, and it's a subtle way to show some fandom in the work environment if you don't want to be all out. Very nice gifts, and they're nice ties. They really are. I have several of these myself. And, you know, one of the questions may be, well, how do I know if they have that tie? These are silk ties. I got a bit of food on one of my Stormtrooper ties, and now it's ruined. There's no real cleaning that silk. So some people may need a backup if they're like me. (laughs) And to keep that tie down, at GameStop, they have a Rebel or an Empire men's set That comes with a tie bar. The one shown here has the rebel symbol on it. A money clip. I'm a wallet guy myself, but I've always been intrigued by money clip people. And some cufflinks and a keychain. It's just $57. And this just feels like one of those perennial gifts, right? Like, here, it's a gift set. It's stuff for men. You'll like it. Merry Christmas. Stuff for men. But instead of being just a boring set like you might buy at Kohl's, this is a Star Wars set, which inherently makes it better. Likewise, 
Pajamas. Pajamas are a traditional Christmas Eve gift, so why not give someone some Star Wars pajamas? Monkey Monkey makes some Star Wars pajamas. That's M-U-N-K-I, because why not? They have some stuff on the Disney Store app, the Shop Disney, and you can also buy some directly from Monkey Monkey site. These are brushed flannel. They're kind of cute with the Stormtroopers and Darth Vader. They're a nice blue color instead of always going with that Star Wars red. Yeah, flannel pajamas are incredibly comfortable, and Marjorie and I have actually bought each other holiday-themed clothes for Christmas Eve for several years now, and this would be a fun set to go with. And if you have somebody in your family that's a Luddite and doesn't want a smartwatch, you can definitely go for the Citizen Watch for the Trench Run model, which has a lot of cool little features on it. It's got, like, looks like two watch faces. It's a stopwatch. You've got a Ah. stopwatch and a regular clock on this watch. And the clock looks like the targeting computer on Luke's X-Wing. And the stopwatch looks like the targeting computer on the TIE Fighters. It tells you the date. It tells you the temperature. (laughs) It's. I love this design. It's a really busy watch, but because of the classic A New Hope style with it, I'm absolutely in love with this watch. But it doesn't give you your text messages or emails. No, but sometimes that might not be a bad thing, as I feel like there might be some psychological addiction between people and the constant buzzing on their wrists. Oh, possibly. This runs for about $255. If you sign up for their mailing list, they will give you a 10% off coupon. So you can save a little money there too. And actually, they'll probably send you the coupon if you just go look. It'll probably pop up somewhere. Similarly, Royal Selengor has a Beskar Ingot credit card wallet. And this is so tempting to me because I'm a kind of person who shoves crap in my wallet and it ends up looking like George Costanza's. Yes. 20 years ago when we were dating, I pointed out that you had a Costanza. If I just had a little metal credit card wallet, I barely use cash anymore these days. It would be so much neater and easier, and I'd keep it in my front pocket so I'm harder to pickpocket. And it's just got a cool design with the imperial symbol on it. I really kind of like this. It's only $80. Right. I I will say now a little bit of warning. I did try to order something from Royal Selengar last year for you, and... I had a lot of trouble getting the item and I couldn't even actually order it because they had problems with orders from America and it was very a bizarre experience trying to order from them. So if someone else has ordered from them, great. Maybe let me know what I did wrong. But I even worked with their customer service and they were like out there. This is also available as many Royal Selangor items are from Sideshow. Something else that makes a fun little gift are makeup brushes. These are $9.99 and quite a steal for makeup brushes, but the handles are lightsaber hilts and then they've got some of the characters on them and ships. So they've got like the Falcon, Vader, Yoda, BB-8, a Star Destroyer on the same makeup brush as a Stormtrooper helmet. Pretty cool little set. They look to be eyeshadow makeup brushes. So great thing for like a secret Santa gift or to stick in a stocking. Something else which would be really cool to get the Star Wars fan in your life, and you'd probably want to get some things to go with this, but there's a Death Star cheese set. So it has all the cutlery you need to slice cheeses that store in the board, which is really ingenious. And I love things that do things like that. This is $44.95, so it might be kind of great to get them maybe a gift certificate to a local cheese shop or maybe pick them up some cheeses so you can have a nice little Death Star cheese board for New Year's Eve. 
Would you use the Death Star to serve your cheeses on, Marjorie? I probably would. Why? I didn't know if that's what that was for. I'm not up on cheese boards. Oh, I thought you were asking if I would personally do that. Yeah, yeah. So you you would put the cheeses on the board. Yeah, I like that it comes with the cutlery, too. And yeah, that seems like a good price for a cheese set. And Mm -hmm. honestly, a cheese set sounds like something you get for somebody you don't know what to get for. And so might as well get it with the little Stormtrooper logo, the Imperial insignia on all the cutlery. And that is a highly detailed Death Star on that cheese board. It is. And it kind of makes me wonder if it's like carved or is it like printed on? If it's carved, that's going to be a real booger to clean because that cheese is going to get all in the nooks and crannies. So I mentioned what my favorite thing on this gift guide is. Now let's talk about what my second favorite thing on this gift guide is. Corksicle mugs. I had never heard of these until very recently. And now I am obsessed with these mugs, with their subtle Star Wars designs. You can see there Luke's X-Wing outfit with the orange, and then you got the yellow and black stripes, and then the white, the Boba Fett design with that olive green, the black, the red, the silver. And they've got four or five different cup designs, and I'm just taken with these designs. I I want them all. Yeah, they're really nice. I really love that C-3PO set or any of those because they're super, super shiny. And you really can't tell what it is because it just has the circles on it. It just looks like you've got a, a really ritzy little mug there. And I think these are kind of like classy Yeti mugs, I guess, because Yetis are like mugs that keep things super cool. You usually find them in Walmarts, I guess. I'm not sure, but these appear to be the same kind of thing. The only problem with this is they're a little pricey. If I had my way, we would pitch every cup we have in this house and use only the standard mug they have. You can see the Vader mug that I'm talking about there on your screen. It's the one in the middle of the C-3PO set. We would drink only out of those, except for the fact that the cost of these mugs is 35 to 47 per mug. That's, in my mind, expensive for cups. But you can use a code FRIENDS2021-0504. It's an old code, but it checks out from May the 4th. (laughs) That will get you 10% off. Nice. But man, that C-3PO set. Look at that C-3PO set. Yeah, I wonder if it's as shiny and rich of a gold when you get it in person. It just looks like it would leave so many fingerprints. Yeah, you'd have to be really careful drinking it with like gloves, but I'm curious if that gold holds up to hand washing also, because you know these have to be hand wash only. Yeah, that is another downside. Mm-hmm. Another perennial gift is bath items. I know my father, every year, what he wanted for Christmas was soap on a rope. That was his thing. And I think you could only buy that at Christmas. And another thing you give is razors. And still available at Walmart, this was available last year, is the Philips Norelco Electric Razor and Beard Trimmer, $88. And it's got a somewhat subtle First Order Stormtrooper design to it. And, you know, whether or not the man in your life has a facial hair pattern or is clean shaven, Norelco is one of the best names in razors. So, you know, you're going to get a decent electric razor shave as well as have a little Star Wars flair to it. And if you want your shower to have a little Star Wars flair, there is Sasquatch Soap. Now, Brock is a subscriber, so he got these, said it was a no-brainer. He said that they, the soap is really great, 
And the Darth Maul and the Darth Vader soap have a little grit, so it's probably got some like exfoliant in it. And he said the scents that he prefers are Yoda and Obi-Wan. So that's nice to have somebody tell us about that because soap sometimes you gotta be cautious buying because you could buy the coolest soap and then it smells terrible. And Brock says that he cuts the bars in half so they're easier to manage. And because you use more of the soap that way. <laughs> and one thing that should be stressed is I know I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of podcasts are paid to talk about Sasquatch soap. And we aren't. Brock just really loves the soap. And I find their YouTube ads to be somewhat hysterical. And so... Yes, soap is a gift you can give someone. Again, you'll always need soap, especially if you're going to celebration next year. Please bring soap. Use soap, I beg of you. So this is a nice little set. And I thought you had to subscribe to the Sasquatch soap in order to get the Star Wars set, but you don't have to. You can actually just buy these four bars, the Dark Side Scrub, the Ruthless Rinse, the Wisdom Wash, and the Only Hope Soap for $38, or for six more dollars, you get it in the nice gift box that you see there. So spend the extra six bucks. Now for lounging around, I'm going to probably butcher this, but is it Yogi Bo or Yogi Boo? They make laptop trays so like a lap desk that has the beans on the bottom and you can put like your laptop on it or your ipad it's got a little actually niche for your ipads but they have ones with the imperial logo and ones with the rebel logo and if you want to explore their site further they've also got some big star wars bean bags and gaming chairs and stuff like that so you might be able to outfit somebody's room with some of those cool items the lap desks go for 79 dollars now a little stocking stuffer over at Amazon for 10 to $15, you can get some AirPods cases. And I think the Stormtrooper one, the Vader one are really cool. The Yoda one's really weird because they had to make them super wide to hold the AirPods, but just kind of a cool way to protect your AirPods case because if you lose that case or break that case, you're not able to charge your AirPods anymore. I think this next item is really, really cool. It's an R2-D2 lava lamp. I kind of see what they did with the design where they made it just like a giant tube, like if R2-D2 suddenly sprouted at the neck. Because at first I looked at it, I'm like, why is it not shaped like a lava lamp? So I guess this makes more sense, but it's really cool. It's got the blue lava floating through it. These are always kind of super fun and fun gifts to give. They're $40. This one's 18 inches tall, and it'd probably be good in somebody's room or office. Dorm rooms, I think. Lava lamp, I think dorm rooms. Oh, yeah. Do they still do that? Now, something I found from Chewy.com, which is a site we use a lot for our dogs. We get all of our food there. They have an entire Star Wars line of pet accessories, including... <laughs> I just absolutely love the little chihuahua sticking his head out of the Grogu cat or dog bed. I know, and I really want to get that for one of our chihuahuas now to see if he would actually go in there, because he used to love those as a little puppy, remember? Yeah, we got him a cat cube when he was a puppy, and he used to just hide out and stick his head out much like this chihuahua does. Mm -hmm. And if you need a different size, they also have the pram from the Mandalorian. So I just thought these were incredibly cute items. Now, if you have bigger dogs, obviously, these aren't going to work. They've put chihuahuas in the photo for a reason. They're really small dogs. These also are more cat-oriented. They do have large 
mats or larger dog beds available with print Mandalorian deco, but I kind of found these because they felt more figural or more weirdly prop replica better. I think we have to get the little pram one. That is cute, isn't it? I mean, have your little puppy in a pram. I think that Logan would really like to have a little house again. And if you're like us and you like to embarrass your dogs on the holidays by making them wear holiday sweaters, at Chewy, they do have this little Grogu Mandalorian dog sweater. The best things come in small packages, and it's got a frog jumping away from him before it can be eaten, and a couple of presents. Now let me tell you guys, I will hands down tell you Chewy is the best company to buy from. They are amazing. They have amazing customer service, and twice- they have sent me randomly hand-painted pictures of my dogs, which was just a complete cool surprise. Again, can't say enough nice things about Chewy. Finally, as we wrap up, sometimes I think one of the best gifts you can give somebody is art. You know, I just think there's so much mass-produced art out there that sometimes going to Acme and finding some of their limited edition prints, maybe a screen-printed poster, and... You get different styles here than you're going to get anyplace else. You go to Walmart, you look through their poster rack, you're going to get some very standard stuff. You can also find it at even five below. But at Acme, you're getting true works of art. And I just picked a handful that I absolutely loved because they're styles you don't see anywhere else. Like that Star Wars 1950s horror poster for Revenge of the Sith. Or the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil Ewok. Yeah, that one's really, really cute. They have hundreds of things to choose from. And, you know, you get this, it makes a good gift just as a print. Or you could take it to the framer, get it professionally framed, and make it a total wow piece. And I do want to put a spotlight on some art here by Christian Slade. He has a Star Wars arcade series going on where each one has one of those little rides. I think of them as being outside department stores, you know, like a Kmart. You'd go out and they'd have those little cars you ride. But here it's either like a Tauntaun Bantha merry-go-round or a Millennium Falcon convertible bumpy ride or an X-Wing. But then also what I love is the other Star Wars accoutrement, the Star Wars pinball machine with the Falcon is amazing, but I really am drawn to like the Zoltan Yoda. Yeah, these are super cute and I think they'd be fun in a nursery room personally. I get what you're saying because of the pastels and they kind of look watercolor, but Mm -hmm. I'd say one of these, if you find the right nostalgia bit And for me, I think it might be that pinball machine, just with the Millennium Falcon and my love for Star Wars pinball. I just thought these were ones that may not be something you'd seen before. But, you know, I've gone through, like, many stages with Acme. I loved their character keys for a while, and then I kind of felt like they had so much art, and it all started to kind of blend, and, you know, they always do the celebration art exhibit, and I find a few standout pieces. But if you go to their website, I guarantee you're going to find something that'll catch your eye and be different to really accentuate a wall and to make somebody's collection totally absolutely 
And with that, that is the end of our holiday gift guide for 2021. Thank you for joining us again. This is a lot of fun. I really spend a lot of time agonizing over what items are worthy of inclusion in this gift guide. Ever. Yeah, I think the randomness and tangents of going down and buying myself stuff of, is always fun to do too. Yeah, so hopefully you found something here that inspires you this holiday season. I know that I am, as soon as we hit stop on this recording, going to be going and picking up a Kodo Tuscan Raider and a couple of other things that I just, the more I talk about them, the more I have to have them. <laughs> this is why Marjorie has a hard time shopping for me for Christmas. Yes, that is very true. So we wish you guys all happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays, and we hope that you all have a fabulous day. Yeah, absolutely. We will be back soon because, come on, we got to talk about that HasLab Rancor. There's stuff to be said. And until we're back, may the pigs be stocked and the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find pictures of the toys reviewed, chat with other Star Wars collectors, and find hundreds of Star Wars Action News episodes at our website, SWActionNews.com. This podcast is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The links to our social media sites are at SWActionNews.com. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. You can also send us your latest store reports, figure reviews, and more. Email us an MP3 or iPhone voice memo at show at SWActionNews.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. Star Wars and all of the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2021. All rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Podcasting.